On the 99th episode of Fantasy Lens, we go over an improbable week three, went over some injuries, previewed week four, discussed our favorite whiskeys, gave our start sits, Brian does a two-minute drill, and we provide our boys of the week. Let's start the show. Welcome to Fantasy Lens, and the impossible has happened. The Lions got a 100-yard rusher. That is the impossible since 2013, right? Yep. Oof. Half a decade. How is that even po- How is that possible? That that's that's what happens when you throw like 60 times a game. No, but that and don't focus on any offensive line or running. That backs. still literally seems impossible. Like in the what five years? That's four and a half years. How many? You know, whenever it was in 2013, I think it was near the end. Of the season, yes. Um, how do you still not have like a running back just break off a massive run, and then just add like maybe twenty yards to that to make a hundred yards? Like, how do you? How does it not happen in four and a half years? Yeah, that um, I think is crazier to me than the Browns not winning for however many hundreds of days they didn't win for. Uh, I I could see that happening. I the hundred yard thing. Yeah, you would think somebody would just luck themselves into it. Yeah. Just. In five years, nobody broke off a long run. That's so weird. <laughs> you need one big run. One big run. I mean, Vance McDonald just had like a 70-yard touchdown catch. Like, you can have a running back that can run for a 70-yard run. Like, weird shit happens. Also, that was – those like five, ten minutes after that Vance McDonald stiff arm were oh, great my. on Twitter. <laughs> Holy shit. And then uh, also everyone was adding like a, a national news reporter – who has the same name and had got the Chris oh, Conti first. Oh, nice. And he was like, what the hell happened to NFL Chris Conti? Oh my God. And, uh, um, he's now, he, and he's now on the IR. Just, yeah. I love how the, like the day or two days after we're here, uh, filming, not filming, recording you guys f- marking on Vance McDonald and say it's all Jesse James who just ended somebody's life. Oh, it was hilarious. He heard you. He was just pissed off. I'm actually glad because uh, a guy on Twitter was giving me shit saying, like, Jesse James is uh, so trusted by Ben and he runs so many routes. And I'm like uh, – because I, I, I said the lady um, wanted a, a list of shitty tight ends were available. So she's like, pick one. So I'm like, oh, Disley. Why not? You know, like, it's a bag of shit. His Disley, I think, you know, he's looked – Pretty decent in the first two games. I picked him. And the guys, the guy, another guy just randomly posted. He's like, no, Jesse James is the man. How do you not pick him? He's like, Ben, ben Roethlisberger is like, trust, like, you trust him so much. And then he had one catch for five yards. And Vance McDonald did everything else. So. Yeah, well, if anybody, like, cared to think all, I know it's in the distance all the way back to last year when Vance McDonald was a number one option and <clears throat> on, in the tight end spot and, you know, He's loved by that team and they want, they're excited to get him back. I still don't know if he's a viable fantasy starter, but. I don't think so. Not yet. I mean, look, it, you know, people will look at the stat line and see, you know, touchdown and like how many yards he had, which was a lot. And they're like, Oh, that's awesome. Just like they thought about that with Jesse James. It's, they're not viable starts yet in that offense. Um, either of them, I don't think yet. And who knows? Like, what guy's gonna catch? I don't know. They both are on the field for about the same amount of time, so. 
Yeah, the year of the tight end isn't working out like I thought it was, maybe <laughs> in the beginning. <laughs> yeah, not yet. Not yet. There's pretty much uh well, I would have there's pretty much five to six good ones. I don't know if I called Jimmy Graham a good one yet. Nope. Not yet. I think they just had to play a lot of catch up. But he doesn't really look good during the de- game. And then he ends with these stats that are fine. So I guess I can't knock him too much. But it's pretty much just been if you want big numbers, it's Kelsey Ertz and sometimes Gronk. And then Reed has just been steady, like a six for 60 steady. Like, and you're just waiting for the touchdowns to come. So when the touchdowns come, Reed is such a, is weird calling Reed steady. Um, Kittle looked like he was going to be that guy, but now you got to be worried with uh, Garoppolo because Kittle was getting, putting up 70 yards regularly. So. Yeah, it's Do you a, think he still has value with Beathard? I mean, he did look at him yes. for that bogus touchdown that was called back, I, like I, his first play of the game. I do think Kittle, if you have Kittle, don't worry about him just yet. Um, I, I still think he's a good option. And again, like you were saying, there's not, the year of the tenant has not really worked out, so there are not really many other options out there right now. So, and like even other ones that you didn't even mention, like Trey Burton really hasn't looked great. Like, you haven't been Well, getting, that whole Bears offense. The Bill, yeah, the Bears offense hasn't, I mean, yeah, he had a touchdown one game, but it was like four for 20, and it was like this weird shovel pass at like the one that was like garbage. Um, <laughs> there's a couple other guys who haven't really like produced, uh, wow, my names are escaping me. Um, oh, Rudolph has looked good. Sorry, Rudolph, yeah, Rudolph's to, not bad. To leave him That's out. Right. Um, and, and now Evan Ingram is hurt, so like, it's, it's really, I don't even know. You're, you're, your tight end definitely did not work out. You're digging for shit. Uh, it's hard to find a trusted one. I think Njoku, though, with Mayfield might be looking up. So if he's on the free agent wire and you, you're struggling at the tight end position, don't, don't really look at his first three games. Uh, see him as somebody who might be trending up. Actually, another steady-ish, like Jordan Reed type, uh, tight end, OJ Howard, so far, has been putting up like at least like 60, 70 yards each game, so. I um I like OJ Howard, although who it remains to be seen what Winston's gonna do or if Winston plays if Bray comes back into the fold. So who knows? Because Bray did have a decent game with uh, Fitzpatrick this past weekend or Monday. So, but OJ Howard has looked pretty steady. Yeah. Uh, and speaking of another impossible thing, the Bills beating the Vikings as like 16 point underdogs, biggest in like 20. 23 years ever, or something like right? that. I think it's the biggest ever. I don't think. I saw since I 95. Don't, I don't think that's ever happened where they beat them by more than seven, I think. Oh, oh where they did. Yeah. That was unprecedented. I'm, actually, I'm just saying, like, just won the game was the biggest win by an under. The biggest. The win. First win since 95 <laughs> with an underdog out. that large. I, um. So I don't know. I have to think about that one for a second. I know Brian. The large I, dog. I know you go on the, the on the sports dog. The, you go on the DraftKings sports book, right, uh, Brian? Yes. Did uh, so right before the games were starting. I would say about twenty minutes. I was looking at the money lines of all the the, the one o'clocks, and I saw that the money line for the Bills to win outright was like plus thirty something hundred. That's oh, a ridiculous amazing. amount. If you, you and could I, have put five bucks on that well, game. That's what I thought. I had ten dollars available. And I'm like, should I put ten dollars and waste my money? And then I was like, nah, I'm not gonna waste my money. And then as I watched the score continue to rise, I'm like, I'm a fucking asshole. I would have won like three hundred and something dollars on a ten dollar bet. Like what a jackass. It's crazy. Like the red zone didn't even show that game past the first quarter. That's how big of a blowout it was. It was such uh oh my god. And it, uh 
It, I, I don't even know. I don't even want to talk about it. <laughs> I'm angry. <laughs> I won on the um, the Browns parlay on Thursday. I won big on that one. And then I spent the rest of the weekend losing all my bets, but still came out on top. Nice. Uh, I lost every single bet I placed on Sunday, but because the Browns cover one, covered the spread and hit the under, that was a good, uh, that was a good parlay. And, so, and you were pissed before the, before the half you say, I'm oh never going to make you feel me. <laughs> I'm now a Browns fan. Uh, I was, um, I was texting another one of my friends. I was texting Pete, who yeah. also he was like, "I'll place the same bet." <laughs> Let's just nice. try it out. So we were both freaking out together when Mayfield came in. Well, good bets up, are so fun. You ended up hitting it, which is nice. The uh, also the the Thursday night unders is usually a good bet. I wouldn't say this week, but usually they're pretty good bets because those games are sloppy. Agreed. You like it sloppy? Yeah. Um, Thursday night unders and Monday night overs. Can we make that our thing? Thursday unders, Monday overs. Yeah. Yeah, because Monday is <laughs> usually because you have an extra day of preparation for Monday, and those are usually uh, some high highfalutin games. Yeah. What's the Monday Thursday, uh, Thursday unders, Monday overs? What's that song? Oh, Pizza Day. What's the Monday? This I heard week? that song forever. Uh Kansas City and Denver, and oh, that's an over. That's it. That's yeah, an over. Mahomes like crazy. Wait, wait, wait. the Monday? Oh, uh, yeah, that's. Mahomes, come on. The guy's done 13 touchdowns in three games. Yeah. Also, not to veer too hard left, but the Broncos offense has been kind of disappointing with Case Keenum. He's only yeah, got, he's had moving like, the ball. He's they've had like two, the, like, single digit games though, or close to single digit games. They've been a very 20 to 20 offense where they're moving the ball. Yeah. And just haven't punched it in well. Or they've turned it over. Um, last game wasn't good. I'll say that. And I'm a Case Keenum believer. The last game wasn't good. Yeah, so far three three touchdowns to five interceptions, uh, 61% completion percentage, and a 71.6 QB rating. So He's going to turn it around. Still uh, on, still on, sticking with the Broncos – Demarius Thomas looks kind of washed. I was gonna yeah. say, I was gonna say, yeah, he um not looking uh good. Yeah, I, I don't think it's the quarterback situation because uh, Sanders is thriving. Sanders is averaging twenty points a game in PPR. Yeah, um, Demarius is dropping a lot of balls. Yeah, he's. Uh, I think the time of Demarius is is over. It sucks because he was so good. I I think I drafted him in one league. It was like. Super deep league is my wide receiver too. And it was like seventh or eighth round. Like he fell a lot and quarterbacks go quickly because it's two QB league. And I picked him. I was like, this is really good value for him, but I know gonna I'm just going to be frustrated yep. the entire year by him. Yep. I sat him last week and it was fine because he only got like six points. It's not, it's standard too. So Ugh, God, who does standard leagues anymore? I mean, it's, it's a real, it's a really tough league. Yeah. Standard. Wipes, but uh, yeah. I don't know what that means. Sanders sucks, but um, at least do half PPR. But I think half PPR is my fave. Yeah, I, I reached on Sanders because I was just like, I, I feel like Keenum's just going to be grasping at some kind of familiarity, trying to get someone. And Thomas, in this point of career, is nowhere near the receiver uh, Diggs is, although he was a better receiver than Diggs in his prime, obviously. But I was like, Sanders could still be that feeling guy. Like he. 
He's probably he's not as good as Thielen right now, but he could he could like still mimic that a little. So let's just let's give Sanders a roll. So I'm happy yeah. to have him as my. Well, he's definitely the definitely the only receiver worth owning on that. I like playing, I should say, right now in that offense because nothing else was going. I mean, offense in general, a passing offense in general doesn't look great, but if Sanders at least is showing some signs of life. Um, anything else from, I got a few things from week three. Um, we yeah, talked about the Bills yeah. and the Vikings. Um, uh, the Browns, we obviously talked about being the Jets. They Sorry. Didn't, I, that game got canceled. Uh, all game got canceled. Um, now, um, my, uh, my prediction of Baker Mayfield maybe having the most points as a rookie QB, um, fancy points might come to fruition. Um, since he came in pretty early. I think you could lock that up. You think so? You think, he, you think he's gonna pass Darnold? I think I think lock that up. I I I think that's an easy call. What about Allen? I mean, Allen looks pretty good versus the Vikings. Allen just for the rushing touchdowns, yeah. possibly. So. Allen's gonna get every goal. He's gonna do the Cam Newton thing where he he punches every ball in from the three. All those and poor less Chris Ivy owners. <laughs> well, God damn, did Mayfield look bad? Everybody was like, "Oh yeah," but everybody overreacted. Darnold week one. I still think Darnold's going to be very good, but Darnold didn't look nearly as good as those Mayfield did. Darnold, were making yeah, some of those ridiculous. Also, the I mean, I'm not saying it was the reason why. Else, I'm sure it helped him. That was a, that he came in at halftime. And like they just didn't have like it was a short week too, so they didn't have like a full week of preparing. But like like obviously he still looked awesome. But I'm sure that helped a little bit. It's possible. But he he, but he picked apart their zones and like he looked good. Like yeah, we we were praising his accuracy all off season. <laughs> well, well, that's what I'm saying. Sure, everybody could. So all the any analysis that's not on board right now, and who knows what happens the next game. But I'm full in on him. Everybody can say that, oh, they didn't have time to prepare. Oh, we're saying that about Darnold. Oh, it's just a half. But like, watch the game. He threw every, every single throw he threw was perfect. And the only time it wasn't caught is because the receiver dropped it. Even when he was getting flushed out of the t- pocket, he was making pinpoint throws. I mean, like, it in- was, it was truly, um, like, amazing to see a rookie come in yeah. and just, I've never seen somebody that accurate that early. A lot of confidence. He had so much confidence just, like, throwing into tight coverage. It was, I mean, all right. I mean, right. Let's, I mean, I'm just gonna say, next week they play in Oakland. So Oakland, obviously, that defense is easily beatable, but it's in Oakland, you know. That's been awful. That. It doesn't have a good pass rush, but no. they, contain pretty well but i mean if you give i mean you saw what the what he did against the jets where if you give him time he's just gonna find the guy yeah and he's got some good weapons that i think can extend plays like you know landry and even like a duke johnson so um i see i i see him doing pretty well this week probably the best of all maybe the of the four yeah i don't think he's a bet he's a viable um starter this week in my opinion really Right now, I'm saying I'm saying two, yes. two QB league starter. I think one QB league is a viable starter. Oof. Just like him, I don't know something about him. There are two QBs uh, uh, out this week. Obviously, Cam Newton and Alex Smith. Um, so you know maybe. Well, there's have... actually Jimmy Garoppolo too. And Jimmy Garoppolo, there you go. It's because he's he's gone for the year. But I mean, I was going looking at bye weeks. So yeah, so three QBs. That may have been on, may have been rostered as starting quarterbacks. 
gone. You know, so. you know who I like him more than who I'm actually considering dropping. I won't I'm Tom, solely because of his Brady. reputation. But Tom, Andrew Luck, man, uh, I, was, I was gonna say Tom. Brady. If that guy can't pass it more than twenty yards, or they don't allow him to, I don't know if it's just all a part of a plan where they're gonna. Let him throw it a little further every game, which is stupid in my opinion. Yeah. Isn't why he's even playing. Um, he he looks like the best game manager I've ever seen, but he's going to be like 200 yards a game quarterback. He's can't you can't start Andrew Luck right now. I've I did it two weeks in a row, and absolutely maddening trusting Andrew Luck right now. Yeah, it really is. But I I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt. Like obviously you said, don't drop him. Like. A couple more weeks to see what, you know, progressions he can make about throwing the ball. Also, that sucks for, further. that sucks for T.Y. Hilton's value too, cause that just takes away the best weapon for, like, his best asset. He's still made, he's still actually making great plays though, and still actually one of the top wide receivers in the league, so. Just yeah. imagine, imagine if Luck can get that arm back. And Luck hasn't looked bad, uh, but it's just he hasn't thrown it further than 15 think, yards down the field. I think you, you, gotta, you gotta give him And Luck. he looks good doing it. And his real shit receivers other than Hilton are dropping everything in the end zone. I watched that Eagles game and the amount of balls that were dropped in the end zone by people like fucking Ryan Grant was uh. just killer. Um, so I just don't know about luck. He doesn't have the line. He doesn't have any running backs and he only has T.Y. Hilton and a couple middling tight ends and Doyle and Ebron. I just, don't really like him as a fantasy guy. Ebron's getting like, from here on out. Ebron's getting like ten targets a game because of this shit. Yeah, he and really doing is. nothing with them. Well, he, well, <laughs> this past week he only had like three catches out of ten, which is crazy. But uh, yeah, I, I think you, you in one QB leagues I could see dropping luck because there's probably better options on the wire. Because how many people roster two QBs in a one QB league all season? But in two QB league leagues, don't I mean? Uh, like at least the one that I play in, like QB, like the only QB on the wire right now is like Lamar Jackson that has a chance of starting. So you yeah, can't, you can't drop him. I still, I still even in one QB leagues, unless it's like an eight team league, I'm not dropping luck. I think look at the QBs that are in the haters club. I'll guarantee you, there's one that you much rather have than Andrew Luck right now. Yeah, I'm not saying I'm. I haven't looked I'm at not, it. I'm not saying yeah. I'm starting him. I'm just saying I would love to have him on my bench just in case. That's true, but people are no. I I know that, but I feel like people just put re- name recognition into it too much. They always like, do. The amount of time, the amount of leagues you see fit still on the bench is like, what are you doing? Pick up and start fits if you're playing somebody like Andrew Luck. Even if you're playing somebody like Tom Brady, there's only like five quarterbacks I start ahead of Fitzpatrick right now. Until they take Fitzpatrick out, yeah. I start fucking Mahomes. Well, that was that's Breeze. Like, that's like in our in our podcast league that we're in. Uh, every what? week, besides week one, I have uh, so week like, past two weeks, I've started in our in our uh, league. I've started Mahomes over Brady. As well, you should have, and absolutely because I'm not just starting Brady because it's Brady. I'm starting. The, the player who looks like he's playing well, and that's helped us win the past two weeks. So Exactly. And that's funny you said that because I – in my league, I played a guy who had Mahomes and Brady, and I I couldn't have been more relieved when I saw Brady in the starting lineup instead of Mahomes. Yeah. And it won me the game. Nice. I won because of that differential, and I was just like, this is great. He's not playing Mahomes. I have Mahomes and Russell Wilson in my other league. 
And I started Mahomes week one because I know how slow Wilson but, yeah. is to start. And then I continue to start Mahomes all three weeks. Nice. Yeah. Because I mean, why not? I, <laughs> like I, yeah. at, at this point, I mean, trade Brady maybe. You know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Get, you get find ton, a quarterback. You'll get a I mean, ton of value on that. He's a quarterback. On that name alone, you will get a ton of value. So. Oh, hell yeah. If you have Mahomes, it, I think it's a very, very good chance he ends up as QB1. It's, it's insane. Yeah. It's absolutely insane. He's like Deshaun Watson, like even crazier, like from last year. Deshaun Watson, but with a much better infrastructure. Like well, with yeah, an yeah. offense that's, oh, yeah. with and a coach that's not an as, actual amazing coach. Not as touchdown reliant either. No, mm-hmm. no. I mean, but no. Watson wasn't those touchdowns. He was also throwing for a lot of yards too. He was. I we had this conversation because I was like high on Watson. You guys are like, oh no, he's very touchdown reliant. And I kind of looked at it. I was like, yeah, he was. Like, yeah, his, he was. The percentage of his completed passes that went for touchdowns were was well, like oh, double yeah. double the amount of what it usually. And is. he also ran for touchdowns, I guess, too. So, um, but yeah, what? no, Mahomes. No, Mahomes is far and away like. I think better because, like you said, he can get the three, four hundred yards, and it's like you said, the, the 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 structure around him is just so mm-hmm. much better. Yeah, I mean, if you put Watson in, I, I I think Mahomes is a better quarterback straight up, but I think if you put Watson in on the Chiefs, he'd be doing something eighty percent to what Mahomes is doing. That's, yeah, um, I mean that's fair. I absolutely. mean the the Texans' offensive line is so bad. It's like they and I forget. I feel I was listening to Michael K maybe today or something like that. And they had uh like a uh football guy on, forget who. And they said like I don't know how many drives of of theirs started first and fifteen or first and twenty, because they always, always had a false start or always had a holding penalty on the first play of the drive, and that just kills it. It's garbage. It, oh god, it was amazing watching Oh, the oh sorry, yeah, it yeah, happened so many times. It like it, it was like probably it was like probably like twenty percent or like something Maybe even more. I don't know. As a as a fan of a team that is like that, it's absolutely frustrating. Well, why do they keep hiring? Why do they keep having Bill O'Brien be their coach? <laughs> like he's not. He couldn't win a playoff game going through like the easiest division in the NFL. Not this past year. Not last year. Right, this if, year. If we're like, gonna talk about Bill O'Brien, like what? not being able to win like that, I mean, then we should. Uh, M- Marvin Lewis is like the number one culprit of. Pl- Coaches who should not be coaches. But he at least won the was was like above five hundred like for so many years in a row. I know, but you've never won a playoff game. Yeah, I mean, whatever. How many division titles you've won and you've never won a playoff game? I mean, yeah, I mean, I mean, that's that's a different discussion. All right, there's definitely a coach that is below both of them, so we don't need to talk about them getting fired until. Uh, fucking Jason Garrett gets fired. Oh, yeah. can, can no, we... he's so good. The Cowboys, man, it's so good. My so good. that was my pick for the first coach fired. But honestly, I, oh, you're right, it was. Um, <laughs> mine's not gonna go. Just that offense is horrible. How do you give Zeke less than twenty touches a game? Like, how do you not have him? And you weren't that far behind the entire game. Yeah. How do you not put screen passes, man? Give him some like screens, some swing passes. Why are you not trying to do some of that with him? Him and the two most baffling, um, I guess fantasy running back related things are how him and David Johnson aren't getting pass plays written for them. Yeah. Like how do you not have a couple plays to free them up in space? Well, every single game. 
especially David Johnson, because he had like 80 catches two years ago. Like, Zeke was never the best ball catcher, but, like, he's capable. David Johnson had, like, No, Zeke ca- can catch the ball. He's a very good catcher. But, like, David Johnson had 80 catches that year when he went, when he was the number one player overall. Yeah, it's, it's, it's baffling. You have so many of these. You could do, you, you watch other teams do it. You watch, yeah. you watch Saquon Barkley catch 13 passes or 14 passes. You watch Christian McCaffrey catch 13. You watch Kamara catch 10. You watch Chris Thompson catch 10. What about Gurley? You watch Gurley. Like you watch all these running backs catching almost double digits or double digit receptions in games. And you're like, nah, that's not for right. us. You know what they, the Cardinals and Cowboys ownership need to do like a clockwork orange thing and just hold Garrett and Steve Wilkos's eyes open and make them watch Rams tape because, <laughs> like, Sean McVay is a, a boy genius. He can Everybody needs to watch Rams tape. Yeah, just good. for the simple things he does. He just gets his skill players in space. Why can't people just look less look less at scheme and more at space? Like, just fucking take a ge- geometric rep- approach to football a little bit, people. Because obviously the best coaches in the league with McVay and Reed and stuff are just looking where the open space is and trying to get their players in a little bit of space. Yeah, and and I I must say I'm I'm quite pleasantly surprised to see how he has been able to work Cooks, Woods, and Cup all into that offense very well. Oh, my God. Woods, All three of those wide Woods receivers so good have looked so good. Um, Cup made a very nice catch and broke a serious tackle for a long touchdown. Um, I'm totally under, under undersold him uh, this season. So, But the way McVay has worked all three of those receivers in has been fantastic. Yeah. For sure. Um, all right. Well, do you want to talk about – well, I guess we already went over some injuries, but uh, the big one today – we had uh Well, Garoppolo Re- out for the year, yeah. Well, I mean, that was that's the day. Yeah. No, I know. Sunday. I'm just saying, Garoppolo out for the year. Let's just... Well, Rex Burkhead went on the IR, not back for eight weeks to play a game. I mean, you could probably drop him because that's, what, week 12? Drop him. Get him out of here. So, um, like, unless... Let, you have an IR spot. Yeah. Uh Let's see. And the other one, we mentioned Evan Ingram. Doug Baldwin might be back this week. Ooh, suddenly. Dougie, Dougie Baldwin. So, I mean, that should help Russell Wilson because that's his favorite target. And yeah, but who knows how? I, mean, I don't know. I, don't I mean, know like yet. how effective he will be. I'm not. I'm not. Unless they're like Doug Baldwin looks amazing and has been practicing like most of the week. I'm not playing him. Right? Yeah. 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 I mean, but yeah, like, it, it seems to be like kind of a surprise because I didn't hear anything about it, and then I saw an update, and I was like, Doug Baldwin practicing today. Pete Carroll says he might play this week. I'm like, what the? F- where did that come from? And the one, the one set of big injuries I was uh, sort of looking was the Rams cornerbacks. Yeah, just because uh, Talib is out for at least eight weeks. They said now, um, Marcus Peters might be back this week. <laughs> I, bless you. I uh, you I doubt it. But um, the only reason why I mentioned that is because that's going to have an impact on Thursday night's game oh, with Thielen and Diggs. I think they're gonna like. What looked like may have been a really tough matchup for the Vikings, who I think are going to be fucking pissed. Um, that offense is going to go nuts now, especially with Tlaib and Peters out. So I think that should be a good game for uh, Diggs and Thielen this week. Uh, Do you ever just sneeze so hard you feel like you like you bruise your ribs? 
All the time. Oh, my God. Your I, chest just kills you yeah. after it's, like, on fire. Yeah, I have, like, a sore throat all the way down to my stomach through my through my lungs, I feel like. I uh, hate those sneezes. Oh or it just, like, feels like your muscles are tightening. Yeah. But any, anyway, what were we just talking about? <laughs> uh, the Rams – well, I mean, might as well just transition to the Vikings versus Rams uh, game. Yeah, we'll yeah I, I'm, I'm concerned about this game because if the first three weeks has told us anything in my pick'em pools uh, – just take the Rams over. I mean, just take the Rams with the points. Like, doesn't matter how many points they're yeah, giving. They're going to beat that team by that many points. But, yeah, are we going to get a Minnesota Vikings team that's just really pissed off? And also with a depleted um, Rams secondary. They're definitely going to be fucking No, it's pissed. true. But I, it feels so weird because they're not – they're given – the Rams are given six. And it feels weird. Anything under a touchdown for the Rams, I feel like I got to just pick the Rams. That. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I think Minnesota is going to be pretty heated after that really terrible outing. And look, that's the Kirk Cousins experience, kind of. He, he's, he, he throws up those goose eggs every now and then. They didn't even cross uh, midfield until like the last drive of the game. Yet somehow still almost threw for 400 yards. That doesn't make He'll, sense. And that's what, that's why he always has that many it yards. Doesn't make because, sense. Yeah. I mean, I still think Cousins is going to be good, but. I, you're gonna get those games every now and then from him, and you just have to look at it. I think as a loss is a loss, no matter how close or far it was. Exactly. Um, but one good thing about out of that game, at least for Thielen owners, the guy looks like he is. Um, he's game proof. No matter he, what happens, he, yeah, he's gonna get a hundred yards. No matter right? what happens, like he gets his catches well, and his yards. So far, he has a hundred yards every game. Yeah, and. uh I mean, he's gonna, he's just gonna see targets after targets after targets from Cousins, so. Yeah, I mean, who knows if he ever gets a touchdown, but 10 yards for, I mean, 10 catches for 100 yards every single game in PPR, that'll get it done. I kept telling 100%. people, I kept telling people, uh, Thielen over Diggs, and people were like, no, no, I like Diggs, like, I'm like, no, it's Thielen, Thielen's the guy, like, Thielen's the guy. Same here, like, cause they were both being drafted, what, um, late second, early third, and like, if I'm drafting that high, I'm taking the guy that's going to give me guaranteed points every game. How many games do you have to watch for th- where Diggs puts up uh, a five-point game? Like sure, he's going to go off for the 30-point game, but there's too many five-point games sprinkled in. You don't want that as your second or third round pick. Um, okay. I say I, um, I had that problem last year where the entire middle of the season, Diggs got four catches for like, 60 yards or like not even, like not even that much or he was always always single digits uh hold on let's John's see i was a boomer bust article uh talking about oh, Stephon um, 27 adp oh actually had him as a bust yeah no i knew you had him as a bust oh absolutely i knew you had that but like not like a bust oh, he, bust, all right. he only like, had 100 yards once after week three and only had 75 yards after week three twice yeah, like Thielen is the guy who's gonna get you consistent numbers. That's and I was been trying to tell people that like at like the last draft I had, I was like, This is what you this is this is this is it. Like and they no, the guy went digs over uh, Thielen, so Well I think the problem is people are looking at him like, Oh, he's just a slot guy that was Keenum's best uh, dude in the offense and <laughs> like it it's not that he's that good. He just like it was everything fell perfectly for him uh, last year. It's like well, just uh, if you want to change that point of view, watch one Vikings game and you'll see that 
Dude runs crisp ass routes and catches everything. The hands, he's not man. just a gimmick slot guy. He's one of the best technical receivers yeah. in the league. Also, look his at hands Kirk. are nasty. Just look for those yellow hands. Yeah. Look Which also, hands. I really appreciate that because it makes them really easy to. Oh spot. man, I know. I but also, that. I mean, look at Kirk Cousins' time in Washington and which receivers did best under him: Crowder, Reed, guys over the middle that he could just dump them, like feed it to all game. Dumpers. Dumpers, yeah. <laughs> Alright, um. No dumpers this past week for Chris Thompson, by the way. Ugh, so terrible. Yeah. So disgusting. What, that, yeah, that was weird. That was an undumping game. Right, not, um, not happy about that. I mean, for the Rams, I mean, I think you, I don't know. If I was betting, I'd probably take them just because you gotta go for the, the home team on Thursday night games, but you can take all three of their wide receivers, like we said. And I mean, no surprises anywhere. Yep. And Gurley. That's the way you do it. And uh just look out for Cook, uh Dalvin Cook. Looks like he should play this week, but I've seen conflicting reports. I actually I'm, put him in the IR spot in my on our league where we have one. I'm I'm not That I'm was not, my bust of the season. Oh, uh, it was your bust. And uh not that I think he's gonna like I explained, not that I think he's gonna be a complete bust, just for a first round guy. I um I um I will show some caution this week, so just be I mean, I'm not I'm like even if he was gonna play, I don't think I'd play him anyways this week. Um. Yeah, it's tough. Coming off an injury short week, I don't. Know. I just I don't like it. There are a lot of people who don't have that option though. Possibly, you know. Yeah. Well. So, but yeah. Happens. Now, just be wary of Dalvin Cook this week. So that's all we're saying. All right. Um. We also mentioned this game previously a little bit. Let's go to Chiefs at Broncos. Probably the best defense that Mahomes has faced yet. Um. Broncos also have some injury problems too in their secondary, right? Yeah, I, I don't see Mahomes having any problem lighting it up again. He might get some pressure on him, but I mean, we saw last week he has no problem scrambling. Yeah, like he. All right, I don't know if this is like going to be racist, but I thought he would be a better runner than he has been. What? What? Do, I don't understand. Oh, just because like he's like a black quarterback. Like I just thought like like oh he's probably good and like he he ran like a decent amount in college too, but he just like he just slot he slides a lot he he protects himself he doesn't like go for the extra yards. Oh God forbid the quarterback. Is no, 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 no. Like I mean I was more of a, a, a standing. But like uh, like on like op- on options like he'll just die forward. He like he won't even like he'll just like kind of give up. Which is fine. Like, I want him healthy because I'm, I'm, he's on a couple of my teams. All right, John. You want, you want to keep digging, John? <laughs> <laughs> how long are you I don't know. Take, just, I thought how he, long are you going to dig there? <laughs> I don't know. I'm just saying. Um, <laughs> can we get, yeah. Can we get to the okay. game? <laughs> All right. Um, anyway. Mahomes still <laughs> going to be good this game. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, Whether he runs or not, he will throw very well. Yeah. Well, yeah, he hasn't even had to run because he's – 13 touchdowns and no interceptions. Been so good. Ridiculous. Yeah. Ridiculous. Yeah. Um, you want to know who I'm worried about? Kareem Hunt. Yeah? He had ended up with 44 yards this past week. Okay. But for a long time, the leading rusher was Sammy Watkins. And watching that game, it was just really frustrating that he just could, they could not get anything going on the ground. I just, yeah, he had two one-yard touchdowns. Great. Like that salvaged his day. But so far, I think three catches in three games or two catches in three games. I'm just, I want to see that offense shift a little bit 
to work him in it. I'm just a little worried right now. Like, and usually, I mean, obviously, I'm playing him, but just a little bit worried about Kareem Hunt. And like Andy Reid, the past how many ever years has been like the RB guy. Like you always wanted to have an Andy Reid running back because he would always work them in and put him in great spots. But now that he has an awesome QB, kind of forgot his first love. Yeah, I'm I'm just a little worried. I play him, but I'm just you know a little wary on Kareem Hunt. Yeah, what's his um, what's his top yardage game this game this year? I feel like he hasn't crossed the um seventy five. No, no, it's not even close. John's All right, he's got eighty total yards in the second game. That's his highest. Um, after that, he had seventy five rushing yards against Pittsburgh. All right, so it's seventy. Yeah, plus five or so. He only has one reception, one reception the yeah, entire one reception. year. That that that's what really bothers me is that's, one that's catch. Nuts. Like how? He's a great, like, receiving running back. Like, how are we only giving him one catch? Like, I understand, like, they've been able to throw really well. Yes. Like, with Kelsey and Watkins and Hill and every, anyone else, Conley, whoever else wanted to catch the goddamn ball. But, like, you gotta get him the ball. You also, gotta get him the ball. I mean, he's only averaging 3.2. He was 4.6 last year. I'm, I'm just a little, I'm a little worried. You think it will flash in the pan? I don't know. You know, he, he has the talent. But I'm just, I just don't, I'm just, just, I don't know. He's just a little worrisome right now. Yeah, I, I mean, I think there's, there's gotta be games, right? Where, uh, Kansas City doesn't come up out to that big of a lead. But you think when they come out to that big of a lead, they would start running they anymore? Don't. They don't. They just keep throwing the ball. <laughs> yeah, I gotta think there's some games where, the running game is in there. The the problem with Hunt is if the running game is factored into their game plan, you know he's going to go off. Well, I think at least. Well, I guess he hasn't been completely lacking on attempts, 16, 18, and 18, um, averaging 3.2 yards a carry so far. So, yeah, I guess he just hasn't looked that good. Are you nervous that maybe they work? wearing a little bit no. if he continues not to look good? No, no, no. no, no I, don't, I don't think no. so. They, they, not they, at I, all? I think they're committed to Kareem Hunt um, in the run game at least. I don't know what they're committed to in the passing game. But uh, no, I think they're going to stick with him. There's no point, I think, of switching to Spencer Ware. I just think that the, yeah, they're giving him the carries, but I just don't think Oh, I don't think switching to him. No, I no, no. I mean, like, no, I don't see, I don't see where. Using him no, 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 no. I don't see where getting the field, seeing the field, unless they're up like forty-five to nothing, or Kareem Hunt gets hurt. Okay, that's fair. Um, do we believe in? I know we kind of poo-pooed them earlier, uh, but do we play Demarius Thomas and and/or Case Keenum this week? Since the Chiefs' defense has a propensity to just give up a shit ton of yards and allow teams to get back into the game, Keenum two quarterback league is the only way I could play him. I couldn't start him in a one quarterback league right now. Yeah, no, you can't do it right now. And I don't think, even though it is a really good game for him. And the Mary- I mean, who's your other quarterback? Do I? I would think. If, I'll bring it back to the luck thing. I think about starting him over luck. Who are the Colts playing this week? I'm sorry. Colts. I don't have the schedule in front of me. Um, I should know that. Texans. I'd rather play luck. 
I think I'd rather play one. They're home against the Texans. That's, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think I'll play them. They did allow Eli to go off and only miss to like four passes. So. Yep. That's, that's, that would be my choice. Um, what about, I'm trying to think of someone else. What about your boy Baker Mayfield? Would you play Mayfield over Keenum? Yep. All in on Mayfield, in baby. On Mayfield. What about Bortles? How about Bortles versus the Jets at, in Jacksonville? Would you play Bortles over Keenum? No, I don't think so. No, that's pretty close, though. I think that, not, like, not, yeah, not that I don't. That's not a. That it's not a thought. I think that's that's the uh, dividing line. That's the line right there, Bortle, above Bortles, Bortles and below Bortles. Okay. All right. <laughs> it's just that Bortles is so like it's the Bortles line. Yeah, is he going to? Well, yeah, you don't know. Forty if he's, points, yeah. sure. Could he get four points? Sure. Yeah, I don't know what Bortles is going to do. Who knows what Bortles is going to do? Will he have 60 rushing yards and two rushing touchdowns? Yeah, maybe. But will he also have four rushing yards and no touchdowns? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, who knows what Bortles is going to do? It's so such a hard thing to to know. We should have the Bortles index. We should make some sort of like weird like thing for Bortles. I don't know. Fucking weird guy. Um <laughs> I don't want him to. I think it's pretty amazing that what has he been a starter for four or five five years or so. I don't want him to ever not be a starter. I want to see how long this uh, Bortles reality can go on for. Years. I'm hoping many years. (laughs) Many years. Um, But yeah, Demarius Thomas. uh, Uh, I'd say like wide receiver three level. If you have if you have someone like a like a Tyler Boyd, I'm playing Boyd over him. Uh, I'm playing, I'm obviously playing like an, uh, even, you know, even versus Jacksonville, I'm playing a Nunwa over him. I don't uh, know. No. Just because yeah. of, I don't, I don't, I don't just know about, of yeah. Kansas City. I just, I, 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 I'd rather go Thomas over him. Like, I love a Nunwa. He's, he just looks so bad. And I, I, I'm a, De, I'm a Demarius Thomas, like, believer. Mm, doesn't seem like it right I, now. I am. And <laughs> I, I, I picked him, I, like, I lost your love by picking him over Emmanuel Sanders. Um, <laughs> but I think I just I can't do it right now. You just I can't. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Oh shit! So I totally forgot to do that. I'll oh. take I'll take Jerron and Wallison over him too. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I mean, yeah. We'll see. Called All right. What do we got? Third game. Yes. Uh, two of the surprising stories in the league. We got the undefeated. As Brian makes a drink. Um, oh, he's making a good drink. Yeah. Uh, the undefeated Dolphins somehow. I mean, although, I mean, they haven't played the best schedule, but they're still 3-0, surprisingly. I was wondering why you were picking this game, but then, yeah, I'm like, oh, yeah, they're at New England. Um, <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, Miami's roster I thought was shit preseason, but so did a lot of other people, and we got egg in our face now. Look, they're a 3-0 team that's going to end up 6-10. and That is... A bold prediction. That's not only a bold prediction. That's a bold prediction. All right, wait, all right, Brian, are you done making your drink? Yes. All right. First off, what'd you make? Wait, what would you what'd you make? Is the real question. I said some uh, wild turkey over Ooh. here on the rocks. I put a splash of coke in it. Right. I, my last one. Was, question: Wild turkey rocks in it. Regular wild turkey or wild turkey one hundred and one. One hundred and one, baby. Ooh, okay. I actually have a bottle of that sitting over there, but it's not wild mine. turkey. Uh, wild turkey is one of my faves, so. I usually drink it neat, but I just didn't feel like it tonight. I was I, being a little less of a man. Yeah. Um, Wild Turkey <laughs> used to like burn my throat every time, but it is so delicious. Also, um, side story. Uh, when I went to the wedding in Charleston, the, the after party was at this bar that had like eight different bars in it. There was like a regular bar. There was a bar, like a punk rock bar where the band was playing and there was like couches and shit. There was a dancing area, like a huge dancing area. 
another regular bar, and then like a whiskey bar on top on a rooftop. So I just got Knob Creek neat, and, or say, Knob Creek on the rocks. I'm conflicted. I hate whiskey, but I love rooftop it bars. It was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have a bottle of Knob Creek in my uh, cabinet right now. You know what? I also have a bottle of Woodford Reserve. Yeah, if any, I was just gonna say, any whiskey lover, any bourbon lovers that are listening right now, Woodford Reserve, love it, H Double Oak, Ooh. best, best str- straight bourbon. I'm getting, I'm getting a little horned up over here, just out there. Yeah, it's a little pricey, uh, because normal Woodford's not not expensive, but not cheap. But the Double uh, Oaks is a little pricey, but well worth it. You piqued my interest so so much with that. All right, uh, I forget where we've. Oh, Miami uh, versus New England. Dolphins I, at Pats. Yeah. I was saying, uh, Brian, that um, Miami is a three and O team that I think ends up six and ten. Like, how do you feel about that? I think they're a three and O team that ends up ten and six, oh. but not because they're good, just because they somehow finagled wins out of their shitty uh, schedule. So yeah, I guess I'm in the boat where I think they're shitty and I don't think they finagle too many more wins. I just think they're all smoke and mirrors. Their run game has looked like shit. They've played a couple bleh teams. Yes, John, the Jets are a bleh team. Um, Dude, I wasn't even, I wasn't even gonna say anything. I know, like I'm just, just, just saying, making sure. Um, like, I'm went, like, a, I'm like one of the realistic Jet fans that I know. So they played, they, they beat the Tennessee Titans with Blaine Gabbert. They beat the Jets. And nah, they, actually, they had Mariota that game. No, so. Blaine Gabbert played a lot of that game. Oh, yeah. it was like half and half. Yeah, but yeah. that same um, Blaine Gabbert, that beat same uh, what, what am Titans I team call beat the uh, Jags. Blarkus Blariota, Blarkus Gabriota won against the Jaguars. Yeah, but they, <laughs> Gabriota sounds like what um, Tracy Morgan calls the the girl in Cop Out. <laughs> Gabriella, <laughs> Gabriola. I don't. Excuse me. I don't. I don't think uh, the the Gabbert Mariota duo actually beat Ga- Jacksonville. Right, Gabriola. Gabriola, whatever fucking name is. Um, <laughs> I don't think they won versus Jacksonville. I think Jacksonville's off- inept offense versus uh, Tennessee defense is what won that game. So, so right. conspiracy theory. Did um, do you think that locker room just loves Fournette so much as a person that they decide the offense just tried to decide to throw it? Because of Just all one the reports game. that were saying that they're better without Fournette. <laughs> Look how shitty we are. We can't score more than two field goals. Yeah, maybe. That'd be pretty funny. I mean, also, the Dolphins' defense is really good. They're, like, top seven DVOA. Their secondary is really good. Xavier Howard's amazing, like, looks amazing. So. I still, and Adam Gase is a really good coach. I, like, yeah, he always, Gase he's bad. always a good coach. Mm. He's always been a good coordinator, and now he's been a good coach. And they they removed the locker room cancers. Everyone was like, "Oh, they're purging their talent." What it's like, yeah, well, maybe Sue's just not good to have on your team. I, I, <laughs> I just I think Tannehill's playing over his head. Tannehill's um, like, I mean, he never plays, but he is like nine and one in his last ten games. I still think he's playing over his head. I'm just, like, is he better than maybe we thought? Maybe if he can stay healthy. <sighs> yeah, I think he's a terrific game manager, dude. Especially since he could run. I think he's like, um. A, a little teeny bit more mistake prone version of Alex Smith, but with a stronger arm. All right, I guess I guess that's right. That, that yeah, I mean, fair. like his arm is actually like pretty solid. I still um, think they're gonna f- finish six and ten. All right, I mean, I think ten and six. All right, 
John said I was bold for saying six and ten. I think you're bold. Yeah, that is a very that's a Cheeto Chesser the Cheeto guy bold prediction right there. For sure, Cheeto's bold. Lock it in. <laughs> oh, I do love Cheeto's bold though. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, all right. So wait, let's actually go into this game besides right. just r- ripping on the Miami Dolphins. All right, yeah, let's rip on the Patriots instead. <laughs> yeah, one and two Patriots. No, um, there. I mean, does anyone actually believe like? Yeah, their defense looks super slow and like their, like their best linebacker that was a rookie is on IR now. Haven't we talked, haven't we talked about how the Patriots yeah. slowly get better? Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, so, I, it's September football, it doesn't matter. They're, guys, they'll still be there. But. I don't, man, I am like such a Patriots believer. Um, not that I like them, but like every time somebody ever talks shit on the Patriots, I'm like, come on, they're gonna go to the Super Bowl. Shut the fuck up. Just let it play. But, oof, they don't look good at all. I don't know if they've ever lost games like this this early in the season. I know they got stomped by Kansas City, what, that was two one years game, ago? That was one game, though. They fixed it going forward, like, in the yeah. next couple weeks. But this is two games in a row where they just don't look like they have the personnel. Well, no. They have, like, honestly, they their receivers are shit. Pissing shit. <laughs> or, piss and shit. <laughs> I like uh, piss and shit too. Well, I mean, yeah, Cooks, I mean, looks amazing on the Rams just because, like, he has other guys around him that just, like, they're all, like, little sc- scampers or whatever. Little scampers. I mean, they get Edelman back. We'll see what the Gordon experiment comes out to. But if Gordon's can get, I don't know, play, like, 65, 65% of the snaps and get, like, 700 yards, like, I feel like they'll be in a lot better position to allow that way Gronk and Edelman to, to see a bit less coverage. Look, I'm not gonna make any bold predictions on the Patriots the way I did about the Miami Dolphins unless the Miami Dolphins come out and crush the Patriots. Then we're changing tunes. Tunes will be changed, you know, Cats and dogs living together on like mass hysteria. On both teams or just the Pats? No, on both. Ooh, on okay. both. No, Miami. No, I'm, I don't think – I think New England's going to come out and absolutely decimate them. I, for some reason, I just think New England's – you know, Bill Belichick is going to do something that make them win like 35 to like fucking 17. But the, like their defense looks so Oh, I, I, I understand. I understand. Like they, they gave up 100 yards to, on the ground to one guy on the Lions. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Bill Belichick always seems to find a way. Am I wrong? Uh, yeah. No, I yeah. Know. I mean, yeah, obviously. It's just, I know. Oh it looked God, like, it looked like shit. I know. roster look bad? I understand. And there's times when, like, in years past with the roster, you've been like, ugh, who is that guy? And it just, it works. It manifests into something better. And now Burke has done for the year, so, um, you better hope Michelle is good. Cause he's getting thrust right in there, baby. And they just lost their best linebacker. Uh, yeah. How many more hits can they take? Here's, here's an option they could have done. What? Um, they made the Super Bowl. They could have just re-signed Cooks and Deion Lewis. That's an option. Yeah, right? I, know. I, don't, I, don't, I don't know what they were doing there. But look, look, I give them the for the many years that they've been doing it. I'm giving them the benefit of the doubt. May they for fail sure. No, out. that ultimately that is the um, take to take. Uh, so I'll, I'll let you have that one. I'm just, I'll just say my panic meter. If I was 
um, a New England fan is higher than it's ever been. Not that like um. Busting oh, oh the, my God. Uh, in case of emergency. Holy shit. Blast. The panic meter is at four instead of like negative so, eight. All right. So I feel like, all right. So if New England loses this weekend, I feel like we need to have Jay on the podcast next week. All right. And Skype him in. And because I would love to hear uh, an actual New England fan's take on this and not like a New England fan who's like, like, like mental, like an actual down, like understanding oh. of the game. All right. So I won't suggest my Jay. friend though. Who? Uh, my friend Jeb, he gets like black out and just yells about no, the no, Patriots. No, 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 no. Like, like, I want like a person that can actually like. <laughs> it's, I mean, like, it's the most annoying because he'll text five words, but in like twenty straight messages, like about every play. Yeah, no, that's no. I want we kick him out of group. We have to kick him out of the group sometimes <laughs> because yeah. it's so annoying. This, this is my this is my one um one uh sober moment of ever knowing Jeb because. I don't really. He was a grade above me, but I yeah. remember being on a class trip with him, and he was just reaching into his pocket a bunch. And I go, "What the hell are you doing?" And he goes, "I cut a hole in my pocket." So I go, oh, my <laughs> oh my god! Wow. <sighs> so that's that. That was who he was. Oh my school. god! I'm sure he's completely much more normal now. Ooh, I, de- I, thought, debatable. I thought that was hilarious. The, the, like he's adult, but he's not. Not normal. He doesn't listen to this show, does he? Oh, maybe. Oh, that'd be pretty sweet. We'll, we'll find out soon. Yeah. Um, that was funny, though. That that wasn't like creep. It, I, he was doing it as a joke. I, he, I'm sure he doesn't remember that. And I don't know why it stuck in my head because I was like 14. <laughs> but I, I, it was just one of those things where I was like, "That's a funny thing that that guy just said." So it's gonna stick in my head. Um, something a little off, off topic. I'm just looking at um. What? They sell. They have like the tickets available. Uh, the, the- Cowboys price? Yeah, the Cowboys have 6,700 tickets available for as low as $6. Like, that's fucking ridiculous. Like, you can get a, a ticket for the Dallas Cowboys game for six fucking dollars. Morale's low yeah. in Dallas. Like, that's... Yeah, but the pizza, you can get a slice of pizza for like $40, though. Oh, or like perfect. a beer for 25 <laughs> That's That's, rem- that's a, a stadium where you just have to like try and get like the buy that beer belly thing. Where you just like put it underneath your shirt and it looks like a beer belly and fill uh, it with beer. Perfect. Yes. That's or just flask it. Or just not go to a Dallas game. Um, alright, so, wanna move on to the fourth game? We wanna keep talking oh, about Oh wait, alright, what about, well, what about the Pats? Are we, do we trust Hogan anymore? Not right now. <laughs> I don't think I do until Edelman comes back, honestly. I think Edelman's gonna make Hogan a lot better. I or actually- Gordon. Someone. Hogan cannot carry a wide receiver one load i was wrong for thinking he could but he needs the attention taken off of yeah. him he does i mean i'm pretty sure we were all wrong we were all wrong we were all a little hogan, hogan um, happy hogan we were hogan hounds um what about uh james white or sony michelle i mean i'm i think i'm i'm playing james white just because miami's weak against the run and they're they have a prope- uh, I, I, they have a uh tendency Propensity. to give up you want to say well, I already said I already used that word. Uh, they have a tendency to to give up big pass pa- big pass plays to running backs. They did it to uh, against Bilal Powell when they played the Jets. Deion Lewis. What they did it versus Deion Lewis. Oh yeah. <laughs> I mean, what? Like you like, like I was just like just. Saying, I don't know. You were like, saying Deion Lewis. Well, because you were saying players that like <laughs> Bilal Powell, so I was like a Deion Lewis. In week one. Yeah, thank you, John. I was just adding some context. I was adding some context for people. Um, anyway, um, I still like, I think I, if I had Sonny Michelle, like, I think I might play him this week. Okay, and, uh, well, second, I, second full game in. I like them both. I, I like White more. 
All right, in our league, I have um, I have Hyde as my RB two, and I don't think I'm gonna play Michelle over Hyde, but it's close. So like that, that's how you gotta think. It's about hard it. to play. That's fair. It's hard to play over Hyde, who keeps this going. All right, what about like um, like one of the, like the Green Bay running backs, like Ty Montgomery or Jamal Williams or Aaron Jones? You'd say they're the best for last. Aaron Jones, yeah, who looked the best. Yeah, I have a feeling Aaron Jones has a I, – I, I kind of got laughed at by my friend for saying I'm thinking about starting Aaron Jones this week. Um, Why? Because it was like, well, he's in a complete target share. But I think that offense has to do something. They got to switch something around. Mm-hmm. And I think just feeding Jones um, and letting him go off could be the elixir that they need. I mean he looked really good. On very yeah, limited he, carries. Yeah, yeah, like I think they should just throw him in there. Six carries for 42 yards. Like, he was the leading rusher on six carries. Yeah, that's pretty good. Like, that's like, that's like how, that's like Eckler, who has been the leading rusher on seven oh, carries every, every game, but he gets 70 yards. He's like averaging nine yards a carry. I think he's like, oh boy, they should give this guy the ball more. <laughs> I think he had four carries this past week for 44 yards. Like, oh yeah, let's just not give this guy the ball who averaging nine yards per carry. Yeah, well, yeah, let's not give him the ball. Although, Especially if you're, uh, if you're a one and two team. Yeah. You, you need that, like, that boost. I don't know, like, this week for San Francisco, by the way, that, Eckler's gonna have a great game. Just, just me. I think they're gonna get up. Eckler's gonna go on, go in, get a lot of catches, get a lot of fucking 10 yard runs. Fucking good. Okay, also, um, we got, uh, a Twitter question. Um, he was, this guy, at Adam underscore the acre or whatever. Um, he was offered Austin Eckler receiving him for Buck Allen. Yes. I would take Eckler. Buck Allen definitely is going to get you more touchdowns, but I think Eckler has a higher ceiling. I think they're going to maybe realize how dynamic he is. Think, right. I, I mean, like, 20, go, carries, 20 carries for 163 yeah. yards. He's averaging 8.2 yards a carry. It's so that's nuts. not on nothing. That's not like on five carries. That's, yeah, that's, that's, a, game, that's a game right there. Javoris Allen is, he gets a touch. He gets like, this, for some reason, getting fucking goal line carries, but he doesn't get the yards. He okay. gets a lot of carries. He gets a decent amount of carries. He gets a decent amount of uh, receptions, but he's not, as productive with what he gets. Like, Eckler is extremely more productive and on a higher octane offense that he's gonna see the field a lot more than, than Javoris Allen. Like, the only thing that hurts him is the goal line carries. Which, John, Harbaugh, you're a fucking idiot. Stop giving Buck Allen goal line carries. <laughs> I guess you also kinda have to look at it, um, I guess a, a sliver, just a sliver of the equation would be um, in the handcuff variety. So if Alex Collins goes down, uh, yeah, Buck Allen is somebody you, you'd you want to have. But if Melvin Gordon goes down, Woo! Austin Eckler Woo! immediately becomes an RB1 slash 2. Oh, my God. Imagine the uh, – oh, my God. Like, <laughs> that that would be my inner self right I, there. I, I honestly think he'd become like – a, a Christian McCaffrey type where he's catching like 12 catches a game. Like, I, For sure. oh my god, he's so good. I, I, you know what this reminds me of? This reminds me of like the, the Sproles, uh, Ladanian Tomlinson on the Chargers when like Tomlinson was so fucking good, but so was Sproles and like he just needed to get out from underneath 
Tomlinson to have that ability, and then when he went to the Saints, he just fucking exploded. Like Eckler on any what, other what, team. I mean, I mean, first off, we're talking about one of the greatest running backs of all time, and Melvin Gordon. Like Melvin Gordon is like great, like volume guy, and no, scores what, a shit ton of touchdowns. No, but. what I'm starting to say is like he's in the shadow of another running back. Where if he was yeah. out of that shadow, Sproles was in the shadow of one of the best running backs of all yeah, time. I, I get that. This doesn't make, I don't know. It's just the point way is off. he's in the shadow of someone, and he should be. He could be a much better running back if he had the opportunity. That's all I'm saying. Doesn't matter I, who the fuck. I, I am to. pleased to say that. Melvin Gordon is averaging more than four yards a carry the first Ooh, time wow. in his career. Let's see how long 4. that 4. lasts. 4.4. Guess, all right. Melvin Gordon has double the amount of carries as Austin Eckler. Guess what the rushing yard separation is between the two? Three, three yards. Eckler, no, Eckler has like 36 more yards. He right. has nine less yards ah. than Gordon on half the carries. Nine I, less yards. On half of the catch. You know what? I think, I think Eckler was beating him last week. And then. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we definitely mentioned, I feel like we mentioned this on a weekly basis. Yeah, okay. (laughs) Eckler didn't have a great game last week. He had the fumble. The fumble hurt him. Set him back a little. Other than that, I mean, it wasn't a terrible, I mean, four carries for 44 something yards or whatever the hell that was. It was, I mean, he's just good. Okay. Um. Eckler over Allen. That's, that's the answer. All right, uh, on the Dolphin side, what are, what are we thinking? Are we going... Are we still talking about this? Oh, I don't know. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> well, yeah, no, because we were doing the Sony Michelle gauge of oh. you started him over certain, oh, I got certain guys. Sorry, I got really excited about yeah, that. Yeah. Kenny Stills is officially an every week flex, right? He, yeah. yeah, he. I mean, he's the classic boomer bust, but like the like he'll get you 20 points. And can we stop talking about Devontae Parker? Like, is it? Did we ever start talking? No, about not us. Yeah, get him out. Not of here. us, but like the fantasy. Like for the past three years, oh, Devon, this is this is it. Devontae Parker's the man. Oh no, he's gonna be hurt, but he's good. Devontae Parker, yeah, exactly. Flush him down the damn toilet because he's he's never gonna be what anyone wanted him to be. Done. Can't even. He's not even gonna break through. Out. No, <laughs> it's gonna, it's Kenny Stills and the uh, the the twenty five billion dollar man Albert Wilson. And then Devontae Parker. Like I think even that Grant guy is yeah. ahead of uh, Parker. Ja- Jakeem Grant. Yeah, because he yeah. is two TDs, right? Extremely fast. So Devontae Parker, you're the odd man out. I'll see you in the AFL where they have four teams left. Well, I mean, there's always the American Alliance of football that's opening up soon. So sure, why not? I don't think they just release logos. Or, or he something. could play with uh, uh, whatever his name is, uh, Manziel with the Alouettes or whoever what team he's on now. Yes, the Montreal Alouettes. They're having. A bad season. Beautiful. For them. Beautiful. Alright, um. Let's move on to the fourth game. Alright, let's go on to the fourth game. Uh, pretty interesting game, I think. Uh, I, well, for my fourth game, I chose the Bucks at the Bears because Bears defense obviously is awesome. Cleo Max just like wrecking, wrecking everyone's shit and just like taking names, cashing checks, whatever. And then we thought we had the, the end of Fitz Magic, you know, the the inevitable heat death of Fitzmagic in the first half against the Steelers, and then he came back and just turned everything around, and threw, was throwing touchdowns, um, like making like ridiculous throws. Another four hundred yards. They would have won the game and had more touchdowns, and I would have lost my fantasy game against uh, Wilson if Godwin didn't fumble and didn't drop an end zone touchdown too. Well, Two that, end zone touchdowns he drops. Wait, end zone touchdown. That's, that's an awesome. That's, that's a double positive. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's nice. 
Uh, better than double negative. But he, um, yeah, he dropped two, two catches in the end zone and he also had the one touchdown call back. So he could have had four touchdowns this game. That just shows you the upside of Godwin, I think. Godwin is pretty insane. He's, he, he gets like, open. He just and needs, he's big. Yeah. He just needs to like clean up like some of that like, you know, inexperienced receiver stuff and then he'll be amazing. So the real question is though. Yes. Uh Dirk Cutter, okay, says he knows who's starting week 4. It's obviously F- Fitzpatrick. But he says he won't tell. It's Fitzpatrick. Do you think yeah. it's Fitzpatrick? It's Fitzpatrick. I mean, it and better if, be Fitzpatrick. If Fitzpatrick can put up over 300 yards on this Bears defense, I'll be very impressed. Um, yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll go towards a little bit towards this magic. I'll tell but you he, that. um, what, 400 yards in the first three games, first quarterback to ever do that? Yeah, nuts. Nuts. I mean, where, where His is, lowest total is 402. Where is this coming from? This is, it's the cycle of Ryan Fitzpatrick. <laughs> I also think it's just them letting him let it fly. Just, like, if you have Fitzpatrick, you gotta let him fly. Yeah. You can't cage that bird up, man. <laughs> you just gotta let that peacock fly. Uh, it's if you try to make Fitzpatrick play conservative, he's gonna suck. He like but if he you like just shorts let him out. Bomb it. Yeah. Sure. He's averaging like eleven yards it, per like completion or something. Like he that. he he just can't like it's great like it's kind of ironic because he went to Harvard and is like super smart guy, but he can't think when he's playing quarterback. He just needs to fucking bomb it. He can't think too much. Well, whatever he's doing looks good, and hopefully Dirk Hutter knows what he's doing and sticks with him. Obviously, you better fucking do that stupid. Um, if not, but yeah. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna do a little exercise and throw out some guys that have um, looked really good that we were like, okay, they could be flexes. We're gonna maybe draft them, maybe not draft them. We could see them breaking out. Um, and just tell me what you think their ceilings are. I, I'm gonna go Godwin, Boyd, and Galladay. Who do you like the most out of those? And what do you think all their ceilings are? Uh, I would say Galladay number one, uh, Galladay one, Godwin two, Boyd three. Um, Galladay's ceiling is a wide receiver one. Do you think so? Okay, yeah. so you think he can end this year and be like, wow, that guy's a top 10 receiver in points. Yes, absolutely. The way he's looked, I absolutely think that. Um, Godwin is a low-end wide receiver two, wide receiver three, and um, I would say Boyd's a wide receiver three. Okay. I think I agree with you on everything you just said, Damn. so I don't really want to add anything. <laughs> no, like, I, I kind of – all right, I'm just – all right, just to play a little bit of devil's advocate, I'm going Galladay one out of those three. Just because Marvin Jones still gets the majority Wait. of, I'm going to say, of those three. And I see him as, at most, 15 to 18. That's not really too be- much of a devil's advocate. Well, all right. Just because, well, yeah, because you say he's a, he could be in top 10. Um, at mo- and like, most likely a high end too. That's because Golden Tate still sees a shit ton of targets. Marvin Jones ha- already has like 10 red zone targets. So he's still, Marvin Jones is still getting a bunch of those, which limits the touchdown ceiling of Galladay. So really like Gal- so really like Galladay. He'll take over eventually, but not this year, I think. Two, I think I'm going Tyler Boyd because I'm not sure how long this Buccaneers offense is still gonna. I'm still I'm still cautious about it. 
Like, obviously, if you have Fitzpatrick or any of them, you're playing them until the ride stops. <laughs> but I just – I don't see it going the entire season. Boyd, he's a clear number two against A.J. Green. Uh He's looked solid in the red zone. And the Bengals have looked pretty solid in the red zone, in the red zone all season anyways. Looks like they've, they have a good plan this season. I don't know. They figure something out. And I'll go Godwin three just because – Deshaun Jackson gets a shit ton of deep balls. Mike Evans is going to be Mike Evans. But that's, that's I think where you're wrong is I think Godwin is actually the number two on that team. Yeah, he's not listed. No, no, no. He two. is the number two, but Deshaun Jackson's still going to get a no, bunch gets, of those he gets the deep, passes, deep balls. But Godwin gets more targets. Like that's. And all the red zone targets. Like, Jackson isn't even in the game when they're in the. Oh no, I know, so I know. But they also have OJ Howard, Cameron Bray, and Mike Evans they too do. as options. Well, so. yeah, but and it's just more of a I. I mean, this is probably gonna, like going to be. This has a good chance of being wrong, but I just don't think the Bucks keep this up for even. I don't know three quarters of the season. I hope you're right, actually, because I'm a Saints fan. So yeah. <laughs> I want to. I want to see it keep going. I, I that was a sophomore receiver breakdown. Um, I forgot one guy, and it was Mike Williams, another sophomore receiving stud. I think I would slot him in third behind Godwin and ahead of Boyd. I would go Galladay, Godwin, Williams, Boyd. Um, Williams might end the season with like 13 touchdowns, so I feel weird putting him. I I think Godwin and Williams are both going to get an absurd amount of touchdowns this year, but not that many. I'm putting Williams too. I'm going to have a stat – for Williams when we get uh, a little later in this episode. So okay. I'll, I'll, I'm going to hold on to that. So. Okay. Stay tuned. A, a second-year wide receiver who's trash, though, who I just didn't target in any league, and uh, maybe he'll get better, but feel feel like I was right not targeting him. Corey Davis, man. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, same here. I was not a Corey Davis uh, believer. Well, how, this year. Last but, year I was. This year I'm not. <laughs> but why was Corey Davis being – like? Cause he had was it because of the one playoff game? Yes, yes. Because people were talking about him as a wide receiver too. Well, he didn't even. That's play. how he was being drafted. It had to be the playoff game because he didn't play a good, like a fair amount of the season last year. Yeah, it had to be the playoff game, and it was like, oh, that's what he is. That's the kind of receiver he's going to be with you know the quarterbacks who can't throw the the ball well on our team. So, yeah, no, it's yeah. That whole like, offense is just blah. It yeah. Can you do a toilet flush for me? No. Oh. That's their offense. Uh, I cannot. Oh, that's very upsetting. Why not? I just can't. That's a, um, that's a dick move. Well, because I I still like Deion Lewis. So, um, all right. And then on the bear side, are we are we trusting any of the receivers, or are we just going running like running backs for them? Robinson's getting a decent amount of targets. So, like in, in a, I mean, in a, Trubisky's kind of. I mean, like, he's yeah. Not, I know it's the Bucks, but Trubisky has looked kind of. No, he's pedestrian. I get booty. it. booty, but Robinson gets a lot of targets. And in a, you know, in most leagues now that are at least half PPR, that, that accounts for something and he's getting the looks. So Robinson is be the one guy I would sort of be interested in on that team passing wise. Jordan Howard, I thought was going to have a better game last week. Didn't, um, I'm hoping it changes this week, but I'm a little worried about that rushing game too. Even though Jordan Howard is good, I just, I don't know how that offensive line. Well, this is what Jordan Howard is. We <sighs> talked about this last year too, where he's just so not exciting, but he'll, he'll get you points. Him and, him and Robinson, I think are kind of, of the same player when it comes to running back and wide receiver. I think they're both, I think, he, 
Howard's a running back two and Robinson's a wide receiver three, which is kind of – that's equal, right? Like the wide receiver three is kind of equal to the running back two because of how many more wide yeah. receivers there are. That's right. Um, because, look, Robinson hasn't gone under 50 yards, but he also hasn't gone over 85 yards, and he doesn't have any touchdowns. So he's got a floor. He's going to get you double digits. Um, but if you think he's going to break out, it's probably not going to happen. It's the same thing with Jordan Howard. Like he's got a floor. Yeah. Jordan Howard will get you double digit points. Will he get you 20? Uh, don't hold your breath. <laughs> no, nah, that's fair. Yeah. That's, that sort of sucks though. And also they're playing the box. So like if it's going to happen, it's going to, going to be, and, and you know, going to be this week. You know what though? If, what? I know they're gonna probably gonna give up a lot of yards, possibly. I'm, yes. I'm feeling the Bears, but that defense, man, they cause turnovers. And uh Fitzpatrick likes to throw interceptions, even though he does throw touchdowns and yards. So mm-hmm. I, I really like the Bears getting to Fitzpatrick, causing some havoc. Uh that's a good player this week. I don't care how many points they're scoring, I like the Bears defense. Okay. That's Number fair. one defense in fantasy right now. Yep. Number two, Cleveland Browns. I, I own them in two separate leagues, actually, too. Which I'm what, very the, excited about. The Browns or the Bears? Both of them. I own the Browns in uh, two leagues. I own the Bears in two other leagues. Huh. That's a lot of leagues. I <laughs> I own I own the Bear uh, the Browns in my league, but um not feeling good after this week. They got a murderer's row coming up. Yeah, that's how. Uh, but- just like all the top offenses in the league right now, they're playing bang bang like all in a row. But they're um, you know what though. Even though they're playing tough offenses, which, yeah, well, let's get to it. We'll go first the Ra- Raiders, Ravens, Chargers, Bucks, Steelers, Chiefs, Falcons. That's pretty rough. That's well, pretty Steelers, Chiefs, Falcons. The, ba- the Buccaneers to the Chargers, team. Bucks, Steelers, Chiefs, Falcons. That's, yeah, really that's pretty good. rough. Yeah, so the next, these first two, Raiders and Ravens, not bad. But you know what, no. you know what the thing about the Browns is? They seem to what? be opportunistic. They also, sure. that defensive line is pretty nuts. Yeah, they're gonna get you what's, a couple. What's the guys, uh, Ojumbe or I, I, I or yeah, and he's been injured the last two games. No, 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 he's no, no, still no. done it. Wait, oh, you said he's been injured and still done it. Yeah, uh, they're gonna get the yeah sacks. Larry Ogunjobi. They're gonna get the sacks. Um, two versus Jets. They had a couple interceptions. They're forcing fumbles. Like they are opportunistic, and that's the kind of defense you sort of want. Yeah, they'll give up some points. They'll give up some yards, but. The turnovers are what you like, and that's the kind of defense it looks like the Bears kind of are this year. I mean, the Browns, sorry, the Browns are this year, uh, the Bears are too, but that's what the Browns sort of look like they are this year, and I like that in a defense when playing. And let's fantasy. just, they haven't given up many points in many yards. I mean, all right, so we named the murderers row. I guess I kind of take it back because we named the murderers row that they're going to go through, but we would also call the Steelers one of the best offenses in the league, they and they put them. up monster points against yeah. the Steelers. And the Saints we would also they, call they, the Saints one of the best offenses in the league, and they put up monster. good points yeah, against the Saints. So, yeah, when you have two unbelievable the beasts, in, the <laughs> in I, I think Miles Garrett right now, I call him, this, if we're just judging the season by the season, second best defender in the league behind Mack, um, slotted ahead of Donald. He's looked unstoppable. Oof. Oof. And Denzel Ward, oh, my God, does that guy have a nose for the ball? Yeah, man. Interception after interception, passes and fumble strips, pass, fumbles pass, everything. He just gets passes. the ball. Yeah, he's good, man. We talked about him for the draft, fucking ah, but Brown snatched him up. So, yep, you're right. Murder's row, but they've looked good so far versus Steelers and the Saints, two two of the top offenses. So, 
Okay. Who knows? All right. Well, that Cleveland Browns defensive uh, discussion finishes up our Bucks Bears <laughs> uh, game game preview somehow. All right, so let's go into some start sits real quick since uh, we're kind of running going long here. Running late. All right, um, my first start sit is I am sitting all 49ers players, inclu- including George Kittle this week, until we figure out what's going on. Sitting them all, including Breda and... Well, Breda popped up. He, he was pulled from practice. Yeah, I know, but he's going to be fine. <laughs> um, Goodwin and yeah, Garcon has been garbage. It sucks. Um, maybe Garcon is maybe, French for garbage. Maybe that'll change with the quarterback change. Who knows? But I don't blame you. I don't blame you this week. I, I feel like you could sit um, Garcon all the way past the bench, uh, all the way past the bench, and into the um, free agency pool. <laughs> you know what though? With the quarterback change, I would hold on to him for one more week just to see what their rapport is like. I was thinking that, but I just. What's the ceiling gonna be? Even if the report is good, I like, don't know. what's what's the CJ Beathard thirty-two year old Garcon gonna be? Eight catches, sixty-two yards. Eight catches, forty-two yards. <laughs> <laughs> there I don't you know. Go. Um, yeah, maybe you're right. Um, I, I guess so. But would you would you play any any other 49er Brian or no? Would you start him? Like you, Morris? I Rado? I'm gonna play Kittle because I did the Kittle read. Um, one, two, and two of my legs. So I, I did the same. I did Kittle. I drafted Kittle and Reed back to back. Um, in two of my legs. So Reed's on a bye. So uh, I'm going Kittle. Yeah. And I still think Kittle has a reliable floor because I think he's going to get a lot of targets. Yeah. Safety blanket. He would be the only one I would think, I would think, but just, just let me, safety let me just blanket. say that I'm sitting everyone. There you go. Sit, no, sit them all. I have a, I have a couple sits and it's Deion Lewis and Derek Henry. Get them um, out of here. They just we'll get Derek Henry. None of them give me confidence. Um, I really don't. The offense just looks like garbage. Um, you thought it was Deion Lewis after Week One, it wasn't, and now they're playing Philly. Like, I don't know how I feel about any of this. They put up nine points last week. They did not looking good. I'm sitting both of them right now. That's fair. Can't argue, can't argue with that. I am um, going to stick with just like a familiar refrain that I usually do, um, but more so this game. Colts have been stingy. Um, I'm sitting Lamar Miller. I, I know that he's – That's surprising. Probably – yeah, right? Probably <laughs> somebody you drafted as an option you need, but I don't know. I feel like he – Lamar Miller I think is now a – uh, play only when the matchup is good, and I don't think the matchup is very good. Ten carries for ten yards last week. Woo! Oh. What? I thought that was ten catches. No, not ten joking. carries for ten yards. I know. Uh, if, the, if, the, if we were playing points per carry, not a bad day. Um, he, did ha- he did salvage his day with a receiving touchdown. Mm. Look, yeah, and there'll be volume, and he could salvage his day with a touchdown. But um, I, I just like... People, I just like more upside people. I think Miller will be a start throughout the season. I just don't know about this game. There you go. Okay. Uh, I have, uh, a, a start. It is Sterling Shepard versus Saints. Uh, agreed. Agreed. They're, oh, daddy likey. <laughs> they're, uh, the Saints slot guy. What was his name? Robinson? Uh, yeah. Patrick Robinson. Just, um, out for the year. Out for the year. Broken ankle. Um, they weren't that great 
again on passing defense that, anyways. That's being generous. Okay. That's great. They yeah, were, they're they're they, dog shit. <laughs> they're lower than human excrement. Um they were butt. They were absolutely and butt. I mean do we think Eli Manning actually found something? Did they find something by benching Eric Flowers and going with that other dude just to like lift team morale? Maybe. But with Ingram, Ingram out, someone's going to be patrolling over that middle, and that guy's name is Sterling Shepard, and he will have a surprising – He he's a good – like he's probably on a – he's a good DFS play. Is he the Calvin Ridley this week? <laughs> no. I mean, no, no one's the Calvin Ridley of any week. Freaking Calvin Ridley scoring more touchdowns than Julio Jones has the past 26 games. Freaking uh, frustrating. I knew I knew it was going to be frustrating picking Julio Jones, though. So frustrating? Yes, yeah, very frustrating. John, yeah, John's very stingy with the fucking drops here. Frustrating. <laughs> what? Sorry. Oh, so, well, because I'm usually just, like, waiting for you guys to say something. When I'm ranting, it doesn't matter. But, um, all right, yeah. Sorry, that, you wouldn't play my flush drop before. Well, the, it takes a toll. Son of a bitch. All right. Next, next one. Um, I actually, I'm just gonna drop my two starts, uh, in one. Oh, so, okay, we can get, so we can get through this. Uh, Mike Williams and Tyler Boyd. Uh, Tyler Boyd going against a, a Falcons secondary who's been riddled with injury. Um, and, and, and their line. Rid- Ridley with injuries. <clears throat> and their linebacker core has been riddled with injuries. Ridley. Um, so he's been getting looks, obviously, and Green may not be 100%, so I feel like there might be a little bit more of Tyler Boyd. And Mike Williams, uh, you know, just looks fucking good. Rivers trusts him. And Keenan going Allen. Against, going against the 49ers. And going against the 49ers. And Keenan Allen obviously takes a lot of the, uh, the heat away because he's so goddamn good. Also, so. I, I had like a little bit of PTSD where, uh, I saw a, a, uh, Roto World treat where that's like Keenan Allen pops up on the injury report with a knee injury. I was like, holy fuck, what happened? Oh my god. I think he's okay though. I hope so. <laughs> But yeah, so Mike Williams, Tyler Boyd, those are starts and starts. So those are my guys for this week. Starts it. Brian? Uh, I'm going to dig deep into my bag of tricks. This is just like a very uh, daily fantasy play for if you're trying to stack your team and then fill it up with some rando dude yes. at the end. I'm going Willie Sneed. I think – um Steelers are going to put up a bunch of points uh, at home. They love playing at home. And Flacco's just going to have to keep freaking chucking it. And he's going to chuck it for moving the sticks. And he's, does that's going to go to Willie Snead. I just think it gets like a good 70 yards on seven receptions for this game. Just a, uh, if you're look, if you're the type of daily fantasy guy who, Likes to stack their team with um, high end guys, and then just hope they get fourteen points out of some random bench guy. I'm surprised it was Snead and not John Brown. No, I mean I think John Brown's the better player, but I think John Brown's a more expensive player. Okay, all right. And I know that this isn't starting sit just for daily fantasy, but I'm just kind of molding it into that just for this one guy. Well, there you I go. I just think. I just think I'm, I'm taking a guy that you would never start or maybe even roster on a normal day. And I think he's going to have uh, an above average game. That could be a look into Brian's DFS picks for this week. Yes. Um, also that the total in that game is like 50 and a half, 50 and a half, which is the highest ever in the Raven Steelers rivalry. Wow. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense. I mean, both teams are not yeah. playing a lot of defense, playing good offense. 
Um, also, I just quickly, I have two more starts. Kenyon Drake, weird game with the Dolphins. They only had like 39 offensive plays. You can start him against the Patriots, no problem. And then the Chargers defense going up against the 49ers and Beathard, so start start them. There you go. Even though Bosa will be out until at least eight week, uh, week eight, so sucks for Joey Bosa, uh, DF, uh, you know, individual defensive player owners. Sounds for him. <laughs> Very smooth. All right, um, Brian, <clears throat> do uh, is your phone ready, perchance? Oh yeah, my phone is working. Okay. Well, do you want to do your two minute drill? Let's put it on the clock, baby. Right. Put it on. Wait, hold on. Let me just set something. Just cut cut this out. Oh my! I'm gonna yeah, I'm gonna cut all this out. All no, right. Don't you worry about it. Are you ready? Sure. <laughs> All right, we're going to get a little more existential on this one. Let's cut the stats out, and let's just bring a thought process into it. Let's just bring uh, ideas into it. Okay, fantasy football is all about changing your preseason perspective to match up with what is going on in the season. Everyone says don't overreact. Maybe that's true for the guys that have slow starts. But for the guys that are being given the keys to the offense, you didn't expect, react fast. Throw away your preseason rankings and treat the players like they want to be treated. Well, as they want to, as they've performed. McCaffrey is a top 10 player. Target him in a trade as such. He's everywhere in that offense. Kamara is the best player in fantasy. Michael Thomas has surpassed Julio and Hopkins. Juju is competing with Brown as the Steelers' number one target. Target guys in trades who've been thrusted into the upper echelon. Do it before the other owner's perception of that guy matches their reality. Galladay is a wide receiver, too, with even more upside than that. Godwin is gobbling up red zone targets. Buck Allen is a goal line back for some reason, even though he sucks, but he's still getting the points. Brandon Cooks is clicking with the Rams. Don't let yourself not get excited by this season's trends. How many weeks did it take for people's perceptions to catch up with Thielen's reality last year? How many weeks did last year's Alex Smith spend in free agency why am i still seeing fitzpatrick on waiver wires he broke the fucking record for straight 40 400 yard games to start the season just go with what's working stop listening to the rankings which are put together by experts with past season prejudices it's hard not to have prejudices carried over by guys great history but fantasy football is a 13 week regular season you usually need to win eight of those to make the playoffs go with what's working now done Took it to the house. I thought you actually, you know what? You started with your like little like intro. I thought that was gonna hurt it. But uh, beat the clock, baby. But he did yeah, beat by it. a solid wow. ten seconds. Look at that. Oh, finally. That was good though. I enjoyed that one more. Uh, you know, more just sort of like just telling people what the fuck. You know, that was like a uh, like like Mister Rogers just sitting down and telling you like, so this is what's going to be going on. Like it was very very comforting and just okay. you got this. So, yeah. So, I- I just think people get too hung up on names um, and too hung up on a season-long reality instead of playing week to week. Uh, you gotta you gotta start playing week to week to win your weekly games because you're gonna get hung up on names and maybe those guys will bounce back, but you'll find yourself in a one and three hole. And fantasy season is even shorter than the NFL season, so you really gotta take every victory you can. Yeah, like I said, 13-week regular season, and you usually, depending on the league, need to win at least eight of those games to get in, so. Okay. Well, since Brian finished his two-minute drill. Y'all know what that means! 
Okay. <laughs> um, last week. You know, you know, I I do miss you saying the boys of the week. You know, I do miss that, but oh. I, I do enjoy the uh, the intro to it though. Yeah, well, um, last week I finished first place because Bob Woods, the best boy no, of them all, went it was off. it was a Bob Woods week. Keelan Cole, a Bob Woods week. It's a Bob Woods week. Uh, Keelan Cole struggled. Uh, Brian, you had Godwin did good. Yet, and then you had one guy do shitty, and Anthony had. Two guys do shitty. I'm pretty sure. Whoa, whoa! For the uh, Tevin Coleman scored a touchdown. You also say he's gonna have a hundred yards. He had like 25 yards. He had like 60 yards. If mm. if God, I, that this should have been my week. If God, if oh, everything yeah. broke right, right for Godwin. So it was Kenyon Drake, the fucking. Oh yeah, right, 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 uh, right, right. yeah. Another reason why I'm angry at him. Um. So uh, I'm in first place with 11 points. Brian's got nine. Anthony has seven. My first boy of the week is. One that we talked about earlier, with the injury to Rex Burkhead, James White is going to catch like nine passes for probably like 75 yards and a touchdown. They're going up against uh, Miami, very susceptible to running backs coming out of the backfield and catching passes, and their linebackers and that stupid douche uh, Kiko Alonso just letting them go by him. So James White, like maybe he might not even have a rush attempt. He's just gonna have nine catches. That probably sounds about right. No, he'll he'll have one rush for zero yards. Lock that one in. One rush for zero yards. Okay. Uh, Brian, do you want to give your first boy? Sure, my first boy of the week. I I brought him up as somebody I could just see breaking out, just because the offense needs a little bit of a, a jump start, a little bit of a plug. Um, I, I'm probably two weeks early on this guy, but I'm jumping into Aaron Jones. Uh, I, I think I could see an over 100-yard rushing game here. He's not going to be too involved in the passing game, but I think if all breaks right, it could be like one of those um, surprise 100-yard games he had last year. Okay. Anthony? I'm going 20 rushes, cool. 100 yards. Okay. Also, can and you a write touchdown. These, write these down so we don't, I don't have to write these down. Yeah, write your own, write your, write your own shit down. Write your own, boys. <laughs> uh, all right, Anthony, last, last place, boys. I am going with... The aforementioned, uh, last segment, Mike Williams. Um, the stat I would love to bring up with him is, um, the fact that all three of his touchdowns mm-hmm. were, um, uh, they're considered, so the, the, the defender was either one yard or closer to him in, in those catches. So they were which lucky. Means, no, which means <laughs> that R- Philip Rivers trusts throwing him the ball when he is covered because he knows he can catch it. So. I really like Mike Williams. His hands are great. Rivers trusts him. He just he just looks good, and he has cemented himself as that number two wide receiver behind Keenan Allen. I see him going six for eighty five and one more touchdown this week, giving him four and four games. Loving Mike Williams. Okay. Also, uh, I'm not saying I am, but are, are we like almost getting worried about Keenan Allen right now? Cause, nope. Because he, nah, he, he hasn't been great. Right. Not yet. In like a couple of weeks, maybe. That's fine. Don't ever worry about Keenan Allen. How I, dare you I, bring it up right now? All right, I'm just saying. I wasn't. I wasn't saying it. I was just asking if you guys were. All right, my second boy is also someone I mentioned before. Uh, Sterling Shepard against the Saints. Saints defense is rough. They just lost their slot corner or slot nickel guy, or whatever you want to call it. Um, no Ingram. I'm seeing it's going to be like a modest yardage game, but he's going to get like eight catches. It's going to be like eight catches for like. Mm, like eight, like seventy-eight yards, and I mean, let's just throw in a touchdown just for funsies. 
Just for funsies. Touchdown just for funsies. It's going to be a high-scoring game, I think. I mean, remember that game like two years ago where the Giants and Saints were really both had like 30 points each of their first two weeks and they met in like week three? Yeah, and that was a sweet game. Everyone, that was a while ago, though. Oh, uh, yeah, and everyone was like, oh, man, that's going to be an awesome shootout, and the Giants won like 13-10. Yeah, I was at that game. It was garbage. <laughs> it was absolute garbage. All right, uh, Brian. All right, let me reach into my bag of tricks oh. to a guy that I definitely had written down. Freaking old German children's story, which guy? <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, we're getting closer to Halloween or something like <laughs> All right, let, let me pull somebody off. You know what? No, I was going to pull somebody off the worst offensive football. I was going to go Christian Kirk um, as just a random dude. I'm saying this is the bounce back of Duke Johnson, baby. Duke Johnson's coming out to play for the first time this season, baby. Six receptions, 60 <laughs> yards, 30 yards rushing, and a touchdown. You went from like John Gruden to like an old Italian guy in that <laughs> <laughs> Wish to John Gruden to old town guy. Yeah, I mean, the weird I mean, things the, happen. The, the, nat- the natural progression of everything. That's how it goes. Um, all right, my uh, my second and last boy is the other guy who I had in my start sit column. Uh, column. I love column. Uh, Tyler Boyd. He's going to go five for 90 in a touchdown because Falcons do not have a good pass defense, as I mentioned before. Tyler Boyd has more receiving yards than A.J. Green, only four less targets and one less reception. The man is good. He, uh, A.J. Green grabs the heat, Boyd grabs the catches, and then that is that. That made, That's a formula right there. That and made, he got boy in the name. There it is. Boyd. That, he's my Boyd. <laughs> he is my Boyd. And if you remember, A.J. Green had three of those four touchdowns in one game, in one half. So yeah. let's... Boyd has been productive more so collectively over these three games than I believe AJ Green has. I like Boyd as my second Boyd. Boyd, Boyd, Boyd. Looking for a good time. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. All right, so that will do it for us. A special Wednesday night edition. Well, recording, you probably get this Thursday. At least I don't have pink eye this time. Oh, God. Yeah, that was gross. <laughs> <laughs> or two pink eyes. I, him and Allison were picking up Brooklyn like the day after he we recorded and he had pink eye. They were legitimately like neon pink eyes. Bro. They were, it was so, it was so bad. Me trying to edit this podcast was like the worst thing in the world. Like I was trying to like, I would look at the, the screen for like three seconds, then I had to look down and like wipe my eyes because I just I couldn't see like the, 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 from the, the screen, just, I couldn't look at it. It was crazy. I even put the brightness all the way down. I still couldn't even look at the fucking screen. You're questionable at best, questionable at best. You probably should have been in the blue tent for a little bit. Yeah. I, I mean, I missed four days of work, so it was, it was pretty bad. But, so I was, I was, I was, uh, pink eyes, like, not that bad of a thing to miss, cause, like, just your eye suck, like, you don't have, like, a headache or fever or stomach well, ache. Well, that's the, that's the thing, is, like, you know, I feel perfectly fine, except that I just can't, like the whole house had to be dark the entire time I was here. You were in, you were in pink eye protocol. Yeah, I was in pink eye protocol for four days, and I was you know had to. So, but I'm feeling better. Well, I'm now. glad they cleared you for this. Podcast. <laughs> yeah, they, they cleared me for the podcast. That, that's why I was two days late. Yeah. All right, um, so follow us on Twitter at fantasy underscore lens, uh, Facebook, Instagram. You can probably just search it and you'll find us. Uh, FantasyLensPod dot com, and join a DraftKings league. Yes, uh, Jay. People are winning. People Jay won winning. it. Yeah, I mean. 
I mean, I, I got the highest score of the year so far, so I mean, no big deal. Um, so that will do it for us, and see you later. Yep, I'm going to go eat some Oreos. <laughs>